Alright, welcome back everybody to Dice and Consequences. I am your hum humble dungeon master for this session, Jake Geedy along me around the table. As always, we got uh, Savannah Baldwin, Zavi. Hello. We got uh, Kirsty Hamilton. Kirsty, how you doing? Good, how about you? Good, I'm doing great. And then we've got, uh, of course, Chris, you know what? I asked you your last name at the end of the, at the, end of the last session. And I totally forgot it, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, so Chris, say hi. What's up? There we go. All right. And then, of course, we've got Austin over there uh, manning the mainsail. How you doing there, bud? Hello. How's it going? Random. It's, yeah, it's great. All right, so here we go. So we are back for session one of Incarnate. So for those of you who have uh, followed along the last session, session zero, we kind of set up uh, the world space and uh, where we are right now. So now we're going to go ahead and get a little bit of uh, discussion. I'm going to, well, not discussion necessarily. I'm going to basically tell everybody what's uh, happened, where they are, and why uh, they're at this place. So we are going to actually start... Um, who are we gonna start with? Actually, let's roll. Let's let's do a quick dice roll here, shall we? That's that's how uh, that's how I think I'll figure it out here. Just a regular D twenty. Yeah, one D twenty here. Let's see. All right, that's a. Uh, all right, uh, that was I was the one who was supposed to roll, but there's an at twenty for oh, me, oh, oh. so we're off to a good start for me, ladies and gentlemen. Alrighty, so moving along, uh, we are going to yeah, we are gonna go with Chris. So, or I should say, Lim. So, Lim, after everything that happened in in your hometown and after taking Lynn to uh, the tram station and sending her off to the capital, you fell into, well, your own specific, and I'm, I'm trying to keep this as vague as possible because I don't want you guys to know just yet what he was doing, but you spent basically the last year, year and a half fighting for justice and doing everything that you were trying to do and set off always looking for your nemesis and finally you f you felt you had him cornered but it was actually a trap they sprung on you and you have now uh, stowed away aboard a ship headed north you don't know where uh, all you know is the crew said they were headed north uh, before you lost consciousness in the hole of a ship of the ship now, uh, moving down to uh, Usan. Uh, Usan, you have uh, got your glider that you flew off of the very top of the the monastery. And uh, again, because of your because of your actions and your not non attuneness to air, you basically just kind of glide. Not so much actually fly like many of the other uh, air lacers would, or that you've been kind of taught to. You're mostly just trying to get away as uh, flames shoot up at you as you leave a smoldering, crumbling monastery. Uh, you can hear the remnants of the fighting below but with your book in hand and with everything you are now flying uh, or gliding wounded uh, trying to make your way up north and moving along to the twins now you have finished your your ceremonies and uh, you finally graduated and all this stuff is now you're getting ready to head off what's customary uh, for the people of your lands is to travel to basically your ancestral homeland that way you can kind of see more of your heritage and things like that right but since you guys are a mixed house it's kind of a 
uh, up in the air where you uh, want to go because of also and also because of the uh, mixed household it's become a little more difficult for you guys to go to the north so you guys are uh, getting ready to head off to the fire islands and uh we are going to now uh start with um usan so you usan you have awoken in the last several well last several weeks have been mostly a blur to you you have flashes of the the conflict you have flashes of you know your travels you have you know weird images of things that you're not sure was actually you or your life it feels like glimpses of something else uh as if all of those memories are coming from far down uh, a tunnel at you but you awake in a uh in a hay pile in the middle of a cold barn being roused awake by a uh, unfamiliar white furred creature uh, how big is this creature exactly um, it is uh upon further inspection uh well it's about the size of a bear but you've never seen this thing before so if you want to i'll give you a um i'll give you let's see what what would we fall that under not animal handling, but um, let's see. You've read some books, so let's go with a a history check. How about that? Okay, an eighteen. An eighteen. This is the long purple, the long purple tongue. Actually, of this animal uh, is uh, kind of the thing that gives it away. Um, it's a polar giraffe, is what it actually is. So, ah, of course, a polar yeah, giraffe. a polar giraffe. So, um, it's uh, not very long necked or huge like a normal giraffe, um, but it's more. It's kind of like a cross between like a polar bear and a giraffe, basically. And uh, it's used primarily in this area for um, actually carrying packs and things like that, long distances, and. Uh, it's uh, there just with its long, like I said, purple tongue lapping your face. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll go and just kind of push it, try to push it off gently, not, not be aggressive <laughs> or anything. So, uh, but as, as I'm doing so, I'm also going to try to reach uh, for my stuff to see if I have everything on me. Okay, so as as you push it away, it kind of goes like, and kind of ste- steps away, kind of like, hey, hey, man, I was doing you a favor. And uh, it kind of, you know, you know, walks away and goes to start drinking from the trough. As you reach over to uh, your side, you do find uh, your uh, rucksack. And it does have pretty much everything that you, upon normal inspection, you see basically everything is still there. It is a bit, little bit lighter, like uh, you've eaten some of the provisions or things like that. But um, it's mostly there. The, My book's in there, yes. Yes, and uh, opening it up, you do feel the f- you do feel like the familiar like slight vibration and um, hum. It kind of gives off. It's there still. Okay. And uh, the only thing that is out of place is you notice that your uh, right hand, the uh, the sleeve that had appeared uh, when you first interacted with the book, is uh, now glowing. A vibrant red now, um, mm. which is nothing new. It's just it's brighter and more in focus than it has been 
and it's been getting this way over the last several weeks, as far as you can really remember. Well, is there a door in this, uh, the barn per se? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, so, um, as you, uh, get up and kind of dust yourself off, you hear the, a big sliding ice sheet slide across and, uh, in a very thick parka, uh, in steps a woman carrying some frost fruit and uh, things like that and begins to kind of start dumping them into the trough and she turns and looks at you and uh gasps and kind of kind of lets out like a, a scream and drops the the basket all right uh, <laughs> uh, i go ahead, i go and stand up as i can uh apologizing uh as i go ahead and try to make my way out <laughs> Um, she, uh, covering my markup best I can. Yeah, so as you step towards her, uh, she doesn't understand you. She doesn't understand your language. She doesn't understand you. Yes. And she is uh, now terrified. Uh, you see that you are actually about, about a good foot, foot and a half taller than her. And uh, she looks terrified her her eyes dilate wide she she just turns around and starts like trying to get away from you as quickly as possible like tripping and falling on the snow as she gets and she's yelling uh in this you know language you've never heard really well like i said i'm just gonna try to make my way out best i can yeah okay (laughs) go ahead and uh so as you make your way out uh you see that she is now making her way to she's probably about 100 yards off now you see like big swaths in the snow and stuff cut out and it's almost shocking how quickly she moved that hundred yards like you you've taken about seven steps to the door and she is now already after falling and slipping she's already like a a hundred yards away from you but you do see again the swaths of snow kind of pushed out of the way and uh almost like riding it like a wave almost and she's at this uh for all intents and purposes a fancy igloo and she is like hammering on the sides you know yelling and looking back at you and just like hammering on it and uh as you step outside there is basically an open field of what look like flowers to you they're uh a cool blue with um a brilliant vibrant red i guess oh what are what are the what are the pollen collectors and uh flowers oh the the steel the stila stamen stamen that's what it is yeah so that basically the stamen in there is a brilliant vibrant red uh and they're basically as far as the eye can see and they look like they're being cultivated like it's actually like a crop mm, very interesting this place <laughs> Uh, so she's just hammering on that door, right? Yeah. And Fred, like... I suppose, I suppose it wasn't do any good to run, but I don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay, so do you just, like, sit down in the snow or something? Yeah, we just hang out. Okay, yeah, so so you sit down and you, you feel a burn on your right, uh, on your right arm as the sleeve begins to, like, pulsate and the book begins to hum a little louder. Uh, go ahead and give me a, um, a wisdom, just a ch- check. wisdom check real quick. Wisdom check. Yeah, just a check. 18. 18. You can hear a, just like this whisper almost in the back of your head that is urging you 
to run that they could discover they could discover us they could find what's they could find us they could and it's basically running down all of these things that could happen and you feel uneasy and like you you feel an urge to run but it's not so powerful that it will make you go it's just more of a very strong suggestion uh, from the voice in your head what else is around here um so looking around uh to the east there is uh the ocean there's a very wide ice field uh out there and looking further along the coastline you do see a what looks like a small settlement kind of out there very it looks like similar architecture but it looks also kind of funny because there are weird other buildings in there that definitely do not match the architecture of of the area mm. at least what you've seen there's no boats out there out by the ocean oh yeah there are boats there are everything from small fishing boats to uh, larger steamships think think like river boats mostly like big paddle mm. boats things that are like giant ferries essentially no big like steam liners or any kind of like you know long-range transportation ship but local trans transit and like work boats basically well i kind of figure i guess talking to my my inner monologues no one else is here uh <laughs> that uh, somebody would know where i came from it'd probably be on a boat so I was going to go go to where all the boats are, probably with those different looking buildings. OK, so as you uh, turn around and or as you stand up and turn around and uh, begin to walk away, or, are you running or are you going to walk? I, I, I don't want to tell you what to do. I'm not going to I'm not going to like sprint per se, but I I am light on my feet. OK, so you're so you're going to fast walk away. Um, <laughs> you you well, in it's. Just full-on speedwalk arms. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, so oh, no, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like sprint. I, I like jog. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you, you're finding it a little more difficult to move in here because you've never seen really snow before. At least not snow like this. Oh, it's like pretty deep. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about, uh, it's about shin high. Mm. Uh, in, in the non-cultivated areas, like where you were standing and where you were sitting before. Um, was pretty. The, it was pretty packed down, and it was actually like you know the like the permafrost there. So it wasn't you know thick. It was easy to walk on. But going on to the non-cultivated parts of the non-manicured areas, you're in about shin deep snow. Um, and so you uh, do like your normal like monk fast walk kind of thing away. <laughs> and um, as you do that, you you hear this whistling. This. And a giant icicle whizzes right by your ear, missing you by centimeters, and lands and explodes. Boom! Or not explodes, but pops, basically, in the ground. Not doing any damage to you, but hitting you with little bits of crushed ice. Alright, uh, uh, so I figure... I'll take a look back, like a little look over my shoulder as I start sprinting away. <laughs> so, so you're now, so you're now in like in a dead pant, like you're kicking your legs up high, trying to trying to get going. Give me an athletics check. Athletics. How about an acrobatics? <laughs> okay, I'll, okay, I will let you give me an acrobatics check if you can explain to me how you could. There's buildings do this. nearby. Yep. Not really. They're pretty far mm. away. Never mind, we'll do the athletics then. That's well, kind of what I figured. Well, how about this? You could... You are rather acrobatic, 
So maybe you could do like front flips and stuff and like trying to like I don't know I don't think that would help on the snow though is what I was thinking like I was thinking if I can jump up like and climb up the side of a building perhaps well well, I was like normally if you were using like your air stuff I would say okay yeah you can like jump and then like use the air to like push you forward and like do like flips and stuff but since you no, we'll since just we try to that. struggle through this yeah. show. <laughs> okay, so struggle through this. Okay, so so go ahead, go ahead and give me the the athletics check. A well. sixteen. I a think sixteen. Good. Yeah, actually, yeah. So that's so you are now. Uh, so you're, you're kicking your legs up real high, and you're. Not, oh, what did I when I looked over my shoulder? What, who did I see? Where, where the who cast did that or? Uh, Yes. It, rather. Y- yes. So, uh, looking. So, looking back slightly, you see another one whiz right by your nose, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a. Uh, there's a, uh, a a very tall man who looks honestly looks more like a giant than a human. Is just hucking these things like javelins at you. He's wearing the same sort of. Uh, you know, big uh, fur parka, and the girl is pushing the snow out of the way, and, like, there are snow mounds attached to her feet, and she is, like, moving fast, clearing a lot of distance <laughs> with uh, with each motion. Like, she's stirring the snow drift behind her. All right. Uh, but uh, you're, you have, you still have a sizable lead on them, and because of that athletics roll, you are not, you're not sprinting, like, you're not in a full deadpan sprint, but you're running as, literally as fast as humanly possible in the snow, and are a good distance away from them. Still within, you know, javelin range, but not, you know, deadly javelin range. Right. He's, he's, thro- he's throwing these at disadvantage. So, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, there's no way I can get get to some cover, you know, with some buildings or anything. Uh, let's see here. Okay, go ahead and give me one more athletics check, and then one acrobatics check. Okay. The athletics first, a 18. Okay, that's fantastic. And the acrobatics is a crit fail, a 6. Okay, so here we go, Usan. So we're going to go ahead and drag you in here. So you have managed to uh to miraculously outpace these people who are literally moving the earth to try and stop you there are several buildings here you've now reached now go ahead and pick a building okay so uh if i take it they're coming from the south then yes they're coming from the south yeah hang on let me let me go ahead and draw that we're gonna do this one right to my right okay the east so as you go to do your acrobatics jump over there, one last true strike uh, icicle uh, hits you in the, the shin, or not the shin, the calf. It shatters on impact, and it doesn't pierce your skin or anything like that, but it feels like you just, like your leg just got hit by a truck. Yeah, I'll let out a, a gasp as I'm... <laughs> Still struggling away. Still struggling away, and you jump in and crash through an ice, uh, like an an ice window, and are now in, uh, are now in the middle of what looks like a small house. Is anyone in here? No, nobody having dinner. (laughs) No, no one's. No, no, everyone lands on the table. 
Yeah, nobody nobody is in here. There is like a small like kotatsu in the middle of the room that is uh, giving off some heat. So you can tell that somebody probably started it and is you know keeping it warm. It's a very small house, maybe three rooms in it total, uh, counting this great room you're in. Well, um, uh... Try not to miss a beat. Is there another window on the far side? <laughs> uh, yes, there is like, well, there's a door. There's there's, a, there's an opening. Oh, there's a door. Yeah. I'll open the door and start running out that way. Okay, then. well, you don't have to. Well, it's, it's just an archway. You don't have to. So you just, you run through oh, the door. Oh, I see. It's an arch. Okay. Yeah, so. I run, I run back down the street uh, and I'll try to continue running north. Okay. Uh, uh, trying to use these buildings as like cover, basically. Okay, let me go ahead and make a couple quick, uh, couple quick rolls here. Okay, great. So uh, you manage, you're you're continuing to make it north down the this main stretch here. As you kind of glance around, you see that you are in what looks like a shopping area. It's uh, everything is kind of like stalls are kind of arrayed out. And um, you're heading down what looks like a main drag. And at the very end of this thing, walking down, uh, I'm assuming arm in arm, are the two twins going to the market. All right, so, guys. What's all that commotion about? I don't know. It sounded like ice shattering or something. Let's go check it out. Okay. What, what language do I speak exactly? Uh, so you speak the language of the air. Folk. Uh, the air folk here. Let's go. Let's go ahead and, and bring that up here. So for those of you who who don't know, um, the most other people speak the same language or similar uh, dialect of the same language, uh, except for the people in the the Northern Water Clan. Uh, in the polar uh, area in the very north there uh, because they are very much about tradition and so they speak their own traditional uh, language and uh, the monks in the air uh, nomad people are not the air nomads the um, air kin or, or whatever they are I, monks are they monks Monk. yeah the air monks yes I uh, came from monks yes the air monks um, they speak their own language the the traditional language of the air folk it's a. Um, uh, it says Vayu. Yeah, Vayu. So uh, you, you do. I speak. I speak both the co- the common language and our our monk speak though. Mm-hmm. Yes, but your common speak is is basic conversational, um, okay. and it's mostly because you just you haven't had to use it, and most of the time, like, and because of how old you were, you were about to go off to you know probably do your peacekeeping stuff and things like that. And so what you would have, what would have happened is you would have been given, you know, specific training on where you were going to go and about the culture of the people. So you could blend in. So you wouldn't, you would know how not to make social faux pas and things like that. And you would also like learn the language. You would get a crash course in the language. So, and and the people in the North speak Imic too. If, if you're saying the, the ones in the way north that that don't break from tradition, they wouldn't speak common. Yeah, no, they, they speak Imic. And most of the stuff you guys actually speak is kind of like a it's kind of like a mixed language of Imic and oh god, what's the fire uh, what's the fire folk? Kasai. Uh, so you speak a basically Imic and Kasai like hybrid mishmash language. So it's um so it's kind of like having slang from a different language in interspersed in your stuff. So like mm-hmm. you can understand people who speak both languages, but like 
the same word for, you know, that, that someone would call like for fire in a fireplace would be something, would be the same thing, but you guys would understand it as, you know, like a bonfire or something that's cool, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a similar kind of thing like that. And most people kind of think you speak kind of like a dog language of it, basically, because <laughs> it's not one and it's not the other. It's kind of mashed in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so there you go. So um, you're right. Do we, do we see what's happening? So uh, you guys are like, huh? What do I? So you hear this this loud shattering, like smash, and like an oof, like that, and like somebody like letting out like a gas, like, ah! like oh god, <laughs> <laughs> as someone like is, is but uh, flying I'll come running out the door, right? Yeah, uh, and I'll start running up north towards them. And uh, I'll just let a help. Is <laughs> I so uh, I try to run past them. But can we even understand him? So he, it's he's so as he's sprinting up the way, it's like you're like, what's going on? And then out, like bursting, stumbling out of one of the houses, and then like sprinting like madly down the street. You uh, see this guy. He makes eye contact with you, and like. Acknowledges your presence and yells like Abda! at you. Okay, but do we speak common too? Yes. Okay. But again, but again, yours is probably about the same as his. Oh God. Maybe, oh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit more. An Italian or Russian and Hispanic man walk into a bar. And they're <laughs> oh, like, yeah. "What's happening?" At least okay. the Italian and the Spanish guy can sort of understand each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same face. <laughs> so, so, so he, he basically goes like, "How about that?" Like that at you, and then, well, and then can we can we look and see like if it looks intimidating or something. You know what I mean? Well, well we don't recognize them because we know everybody here. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So can, can we, like, I don't know, like a perception or an insight yes, or give something? Me, give me a perception and an insight check. Go ahead. Oh, both. Okay. Well, my perception was a six. <laughs> <laughs> and my wisdom was an eight. Austin, are you gonna are you going to roll a, uh, an insight there as well? Yeah. Um, yep, <laughs> working on it. <laughs> okay. All right, so we have a six... And an eight, and a four, and a and a four. Is that the right one? <laughs> no, 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 no. God damn it! I can't even find it. Insight. It's on your skills list. <laughs> it's on the skills list. Oh shit! There it is. Wait, no, that's not it. Where, oh, there it is. Right under history. There you go. Okay, yes. so still a four. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, so four. Of, wow, man. A For lot teenage of, girls. A lot of multiples. <laughs> a lot of multiples of two, right there, guys. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyway... Uh, we are so, twins. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> you guys see this, like, tall, gangly, white-haired, like, spindly-armed person sprinting at you. This, you've never seen anybody like this. You've never seen anybody of, like, this skin tone, of having, like, pure white snow hair. You've never seen anybody this, like, lanky. Everybody you've seen is, like, pretty, like hardy and well put together because you know you live in a harsher climate but and, he looks like a ghost and these clothes and and you've never <laughs> seen these clothes or anything anything before um this guy you're pretty sure that this guy is the uh, the dewhawk who is uh, 
folklore uh, story of the uh, northern te- of the northern tribe that basically says you know uh, it's a, a, a tall snow spirit oh, no. uh, man <laughs> that has um, that is there to like lure uh, women and children out into the snowbanks basically to kill them or to uh, take their spirits and then they'll then inhabit the body of their victim. Oh no! <laughs> and it, you and you you like you know spirits exist and everything like that, but there has been no evidence that this thing exists at all. But it's one of those stories that you tell small I'm like children. Like fucking Krampus. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like Krampus. Yeah, it's a story you tell small children to keep them from like you know going out into the snow fields, you know, unaccompanied and stuff like that. Because I mean. I- it's dangerous because, like, it's cold, but, you know, kids don't understand that, but they do understand so, the boogeyman. We're threatened by this person who's running at us. I'm going to elemental strike at him. Yeah, so you, yeah, so you, you just hear him go, how do that? Like, in a language that you've never heard. And, uh, just yeah. Just kind of like a, a warning thing, you okay. know? Yeah. It's okay because I crit fail, so it doesn't hit him. Um, so... You go, you go, ah, and you go to strike, and Asuna, who is always more bullheaded, steps forward to go like, hey, stop, and just gets clobbered in the back of the head with a, I fall on my face. With a water, like, ice shard, and goes, boom, and hits, and just falls down onto, onto the, to the ground. Uh, seeing this, I understand that I'm really in the middle of a battle. Uh, yeah, so Usan, you you managed to like skid to you managed to skid to a halt like right here in the uh, uh, basically in between the uh, the market area and the other houses, and you see us you see this uh, this one woman just boom get fade just get face planted into into the thing from the back of the head just boom right right into the into the ice road. Oh gosh, I helped my sister up. <laughs> hey, real quick, Usa, Why are you hitting me? What do you, what do, you do, Usa? <laughs> uh, okay, I shook uh, it off. Real, 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 real quick, you're still on the ground. You you screamed and like closed your eyes, and now you look and see that you hit your sister. Usan, you skidded to a halt. Usan, your go. All right. Uh, we dash off to the east now through this. <laughs> okay, so you take a dash. Uh, let's see how far we can get here. So now, now we're going to. I dash ninety feet uh, through through that right there. Okay. Through that boys. So let's go between those two buildings. So yes. we're 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 gonna say so you stopped, skidded to the halt. You saw the attack, and then sprinted off this way, and are now here. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's pretty far. I'm pretty fast. Yeah, he is pretty fast. So go ahead and. Are you putting more buildings? <laughs> yes. It's generating as I run. <laughs> exactly. That's it's like a really, really poorly like. Speed of light, so everything appears behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The world is loading in still. Yeah, yeah y'all, y'all better be careful because um, you know if you if you get too far away, like you just disappear, you just despawn. That's what I was like. We, right. we, there's, there's only so much RAM in, in the DM memory. So like, I, I, it, it has to, it has to cut. You know, I have to find somewhere to, to free up some RAM and VRAM. You know, we're already running on lowest settings here. So anyway, moving along. Nobody else probably got that joke, but that's fine. 
So Usan runs up, skids to skids to a halt, goes yee, and sprint. Then uh, with a power of a quick spurt of wind, sprints off in the opposite direction as uh, Kyaru helps Asuna up from uh, from her face plant. Why did it hit me? I didn't mean to. I was uh, the guy surprised me, and I was gonna hit him, but you know. Where did he go? Uh, I think he went to our left. I'm not. I don't know how far he is because he's around the corner. But well, we have to catch him. Oh no! <laughs> we gotta catch him. Two teenage girls to the rescue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys have main character syndrome so bad. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't even have to coax it. Exactly. Okay, so I can run diagonally. So if I run across the map, I can make it there, which is 30 feet. And then from here, that's 50 feet. Yes, How indeed. far can the elemental strikes go? I forgot. Oh, you can look at it right there. Uh, 20 to 60 feet. To 60? Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, so 20 feet is... Uh, neither advantage nor disadvantage, and then uh, twenty to sixty is long range. It's made a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this 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 you will be yeah you'll it, it'll it'll be at the very extent of your ability, but you can yeah. fire. Um. But I can also spend a key point. Oh no, sorry. That's about cover, not. So it would give me um, it would ignore special effects of covers. The thing I was looking at, but that won't help. Okay. So, is it my turn? <laughs> yes, yes, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to run to here, and I'm going to do another elemental strike to try and slow him down, I guess, because there's only so far I can move. Okay, go ahead. And I'll be... <laughs> Damn. Now, a nat 1 and a nat 20. So, <laughs> with disadvantage, that's... <laughs> That's a crit fail. That's a crit fail right there. So, so again, dog shit. So, uh, real quick, but before before we say what happens in that crit fail, Asuna, what do you do? Okay. Well, (laughs) uh, can we have a quick intermission while I ask a question about a uh, thing? Yeah. So, gleaming strike uh, is a bonus action, correct? What was that? So, gleaming strike is a bonus action. Yes. So. Um, I'm trying to understand, like, at what, like, level can I go? Can I, like, cast Gleaming Strike, then run, then attack? Is that, because, like... Yes. That, that well, what is Gleaning Strike cost an action? No, it's, it's a it's, bonus action. Yeah, it's a bonus action. And then, yes, you can. I can do all of the above? I can yes. cast you it... In that order, you can do it in any order you like. You can move, bonus action, then action. You can action, move, then bonus action. The world's yours. Yeah. Okay. You, 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 you just can't use two bonus actions or two actions unless you have a, a special effect that allows you to do that. Okay, I am ready. Okay. Okay. So I wish to cast Gleaming Strike. All right. Um, so that increases my speed by thirty feet. Okay. And it also yeah. gives me advantage on one elemental strike. And if the attack hits, it's an additional 1d8. Yeah. Great. All right. Go ahead. So so go ahead and make your movement there real quick. Okay. So hold on. What is my movement now? Like 60? Yeah. Yeah. You're moving 60. Just move to me. So 30. And that's 30. Well, she's probably going to hit me. And that's 60 right there. <laughs> Why don't you go around me? 
yeah, I'd rather go around her, please. <laughs> I don't want to get a face plant in the snow again. <sighs> okay. Well, she could go to the square above. You don't That's have fine. That's fine. Like, like. Are you okay? Are you moving the full sixty? Yes. Okay. I'm trying there to catch up with this guy. Okay. That's so there you are. <laughs> All right. Now I have advantage on an elemental strike. Okay. Um, so that means you have neither advantage nor disadvantage. Yeah. Now. Wait, are yeah, you in range with me? Yeah, she. Yeah, she's she's in range. Twenty-five. Here's the only problem now. <laughs> so you clash your you catch your gleaming strike and you prep your your uh you and you prep your <laughs> elemental strike and you go to launch it and you go huh and you kick the fire you you get the step kick for the fireball and you get. Splattered, you get slammed into the wall uh, by uh, and stuck up on the wall by uh, a uh, by like an ice sheet that kind of goes and like keep, keeps your arms and like knocks you up and you launch the fire up into the air, just it, back and it like just, thirty feet behind. Sorry, yeah, and it just flames up in the air. Um, I swear <laughs> to the water spirits. <laughs> You hit me one more time. So there's that. And um, let's see. The last, the last one didn't do damage. Hang on, I'm going to roll for something here. Okay, no, it's not going to do damage to you. Not going to do damage to you either. Uh, it didn't. It it pushed you up against the wall, but it didn't like hurt you. It just kind of like froze you in, spot, froze you in place. And uh, Usan, you're up. <laughs> hmm. There's some stuff going on behind me, huh? Yeah, you, you you've heard this like an explosion. You're like, oh my god, what are they? What are they shooting at me? What is, uh, how what close am I to those uh, the boats or the other buildings? What was that? How close am I to those other buildings or those uh, those ships? Um, okay, so the ships are uh, rather far south because the co- the coastline is south. Probably take me a while to get here. Especially with a couple goons after me. <laughs> this building here has an archway, right? This, Most of them have archways. So this one is actually um, a different kind of architecture. So it's not—it's not made out of ice. It's actually made out of you know what looks like brick and mortar or you know uh, wood and stuff like that. It, it looks completely—it's a completely different architecture style than uh, the other one that you were just in. Okay, and this one down south. And that one down south also is of that of a different. Uh, they have structure. they have doors. These yes, they have uh, what look kind of like like sliding grooved doors. They look pretty flimsy, actually. All right, uh, I'll try to run up to this one and slide it open. It's ten feet. Okay, so bonus action to open it. And uh, standing in, uh, inside, you see a counter with a person standing there uh, behind the counter kind of like looking like like there was an explosion outside what's going on and uh, he looks at you and is kind of like customer does he say that well he says uh oh he's, he, he's looking at me yeah what? he looks at you and then he says he says Iroda, like that at you and it's kind of like i'll grunt i'll grunt like you speak common <laughs> and he goes ah how are you i get it by today and uh, as an action, get the door shut <laughs> quickly. Okay. I and need he, help. <laughs> and he goes. Like uh, the worst possible so, so again, so again, in in, bro- in like this broken common, you can you go like um, help. 
like <laughs> I didn't say help. Like I help need like that. And he goes, he goes, no, no, door open, stay open. He goes, buy, <laughs> buy goods. Uh, but again, like all of this stuff is like half common, half like this, you know, gobbledygook that he's speaking. I don't have a coin in my name. I <laughs> is even a window in here. Uh, yeah, there's a window out the back of the shop. It's it's, <laughs> sli- it's slightly raised up off the ground or off the uh, on the wall, and there's like a back room off to the right. Uh, but there is, is it, one. Is it a glass window or is it just open? It is a cir- It is a circular window with like looks like sticks, basically, as like a cross, you know, cross sticks in there. I uh, I roll my shoulders, preparing myself as I make an acrobatics check to leap through it. <laughs> Twenty two. So, so you you go like uh uh uh. You look, you see the window, and you're like, I've got this. You run up. Uh, you step on the counter. He like yells, go like, Hey, what are you doing? Like that, and uh, you push off of his forehead gently. Like you don't like kick him in the face. No, it's like, no. What what normally would have been like somebody like you basically planting him in the ground, you gently like tap off of him, and a gust of wind comes. This little gust of wind comes out of your feet, and you go <laughs> catapulting through, snapping these uh, these twigs and stuff in half, and combat rolling basically outside the back of the store. Uh, and I'll hunker down here. And try to not get spotted by anyone running by. <laughs> okay. So you guys are going to have to make... So, okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to make so, a double check. Yeah. I was like, so here's the thing. Like, oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Because I was trying to figure out, like, what, what we would do here. Because you've lost line of sight, but he doesn't have a bonus action to make anything else. Um, no. So... I suppose I'm just behind the building then. Hang yeah. We like we saw him go into the building at least. Yeah. Yeah. So you know he's you know he's at least probably in the building. That's where you mm-hmm. saw him last. You did hear some crashing and stuff like that, but um, nothing else like that. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna roll with the with the stealth check there. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna go with that just so that way you're you're hiding. And so you hear this. <laughs> And um, you hear this, hey, what are you doing? I just want to, wait, stop. <laughs> you hear just like this crashing in there. And uh, go ahead and uh, give me, just give me a perception check real quick. 13. Ooh, not 20. Oh my God. Okay. So oh Asuna, my God. Asuna is on the, is on the case. She is now, she is now angry that she hasn't been able to catch this guy <laughs> twice because her sister has you know has like and she is she is about ready to level a city block to stop this man and she just kind of like sticks her head up in the air and just kind of goes <sighs> and like listen then there's broken, broken ice glass yeah and like lets out like and like lets out like steam and like smoke out of her nostrils and uh goes he's through the building <laughs> And We're so, the right ones on the case, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a nat twenty. I gotta let you do something with that. Uh, you don't know he's behind the building, but you know he is like making a ruckus in the building, and that he's definitely trying to escape. 
Okay, so I, I don't think he's... I know he's in the building or out of the building. Do I know any of that? You know that he is still in the general area of that building. Where the Here, okay. I could, I could run to the front door and peek my head in if you want to do anything else. I'm still thinking, so go ahead. You should go first anyway. Okay, so I'm gonna... That's 60 feet, so it's like a full dash, but I can still ask the person if he's seen them, right? Yeah. So I get like right to the entrance, and I yell in. And you see, I was gonna yell. I was gonna yell a random name. But <laughs> I was gonna, you, you see, you see the. Uh, so um, I was gonna be like, "Hey, Jim." <laughs> so, so you. Do anybody run through here? <laughs> you see, you see, nice old Mister Klein actually in there. Mr. Klein. Mr. Klein. He's, um... Jim Klein. Jim Klein. Yeah. Okay, yes, okay. <laughs> Sir Jim Klein. Uh, you My see... name's Yaru, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that's why I said Klein, because it could be literally anything. Okay, fine. Uh, you you find Mr. Korematsu. There you go. Oh, nice old Mr. Korematsu. There we go. Hey, I know Mr. Korematsu. This is a volcano, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, so, um... So, so I asked... Uh, I ask him if he's seen this tall, like, gangly dude. Uh, as you like, as you step into the, if you step into the building, you see that old Mr. Kuramatsu is through his floor. He's slightly through his floor. Oh. He is uh, the gust of wind that Usan used to push off of him gave him enough speed to go through the window, but also that force has got to go somewhere, and so it went straight down on top of Mr. Uh, Kuramatsu, and so oh, no. he. Basically, got pushed through the uh, the floor of his uh, of his uh, uh, knickknack shop. Basically, he's a he's a so he's he's a general repairman. You guys know he he's the guy who fixes like the you know your your grandma's uh, wicker uh, uh, wicker furniture and things like that. He he does all like the general like antique fixes and things like that. And uh, he is like. Now, like, basically arms up and uh, waist deep in his floor. And he goes, Kyaru, dear, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see a guy run through here? This, this was no man. He, he was the Dumak. Oh, shit. Hide the children. Well, Get, grab your sister and run. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Don't be a hero, child. Here uh, is my middle name. <laughs> well, that's really all I can do for that round, except relay that information to Austin, I suppose. Uh, so, so what, what do you what do you tell to Austin? So, what would you what would you say to your sister after your the the nice neighborhood repairman has been planted into his into his floor, and his his friend has told you don't go after him. Don't be a hero. <laughs> uh, basically, that Mr. Korematsu's stuck in his floor and he says not to go after him. Um, but yeah. did I see if the, like, the window was broken or anything? Um, do I need to do perception? You would have to do perception, but see, you dashed, so that is... Um, that's what I was saying. I don't think yeah, I could do action, anything so else. No, so you can't... You, you just kind of got in there and like seen. Oh God! But seeing your character, how would you tell? How would you tell your sister this? I would say he's messed up, Mister Korematsu. <laughs> Hold on, you know, don't go after him without me. 
<laughs> Go after him without you. Got it. No. <laughs> All right, Asana, you're it's it is your it is your table. You you kind of got into per, into hunter mode. <laughs> okay, so if I walk walk past this building, he's gonna be in my Atlanta site, like halfway through, right? Yes, but okay. Um, but uh, you're gonna have to make another perception check, and uh, he's gonna have to make another stealth check. And basically, what's gonna happen is if he fails and you succeed, then he's still gonna get advantage to try to get away before you can react because he did roll a 22 on his stealth. Yeah, he killed that one. Yeah, so I've got to give, I've got to balance this somehow. So that's how, that's how we'll do it. So, <laughs> so go ahead and go around the corner there. Oh god. I do what you're gonna do. So, right, go on without him. I move about here, which mm -hmm. I think that's would be 20. where it is. That's, uh... Yeah, that's 20. Yeah, that's 20 feet. Okay, then I roll perception. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Seven, so... Very good, very good roll. Very good. The yeah. best. Yeah, fantastic. So, so... You're like, goddamn. So, so you're, you're, you're predator. So you're, you're still in predator mode. So you're still like, like zoned in. Like he's here. He's here somewhere. Where is he? And so now you're like, all right, where are you, you little bitch? I got you. Where are you? And you're, you're, you're frantically looking just down, down the, the alleyway because you were certain he was in the alleyway. And uh, but I don't see him. Yeah, and Usan, you like. The, the book hums and your sleeve glows again and your eyes kind of roll back in your skull for a second and you feel yourself kind of like melting away. You are now looking at like through a vignette almost and uh, it's as if you've become, literally become one with the shadow. The shadow behind the building. We blend in. So Usan, so Usan is now hidden uh, Asuna is now like sniffing around frantically trying to find him. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Or our, whatever whatever way she means to, you know, track him. And we're basically stomping up a storm here. And Kiaru, you have you are still at the entrance to the shop. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys uh, one last uh, one last opportunity here. And uh, Austin, you're going to get advantage on stealth rolls and basically anything you can use to, to kind of get away. Okay. So we're rolling perception again. Well, you're. Or doing, we're going to keep trying. You're you're doing what you what you got to do. It's it's your your character. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Obviously not down this alley. So I would run past Kiaru and keep looking around. Yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't even bother with the building. Mm. Like the character would run past. Okay, so so you ran right past. Okay. Yes. No, not really thinking, not really planning. Uh, Austin, I would just like run past. Okay, knock down this alley, keep going. Okay. Are you gonna try to make another perception check or no? Um, probably. Uh, yeah. After after running past the building, make a perception. Okay, you're gonna be at disadvantage because like he's not he's not like in near line of right. sight. And there, there's a, just a small alleyway that you would be able to see. So go ahead. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's figures. And lost uh, the scent. Yeah, you're just like, ah, I lost the scent. Damn it. <laughs> and like you, you just pushed your fist down on the ground, and uh, another just like fire kind of thing just kind of comes around you, and it melts all the snow around you. So all of the tracks that he could have made are completely gone. Of course, naturally. 
because Naturally. because because you've been running around in such a huff, uh, your your body heat has literally melted all the melted all the snow around you. Not to mention that. All right, Kiaru, you're you're up. I would uh, Kiaru would just run in, seeing Asuna run to the side and kind of lose him. Kiaru would just kind of run in and check on Mister Korematsu and try to help him out because she figures he's gone. So. Yeah. You reach Bruce Karamatsu, and he is limp. He is faint. He is fainted. Oh, no. I thought I killed him. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like, he, he, he just fainted? I, he's yeah. not making death saves or anything? No, no, no. He just fainted. He's like, ah, ah, and just kind of like, ah, and collapses. Okay. Just, just imagine this, okay? The stories that he's been, the story that he's been telling probably his grandchildren and he told his children or things like that, that was never real. And it was like, oh, ha ha ha, it's not real. But, you know, we're going to, it's this big joke for the, you know, on the children, right? Uh, it's real. <laughs> All of the stories are real. And he is now, he does, his, his whole, his whole world has just been shattered. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to, like, prop him up in the chair. <laughs> okay. All right, give me, a, give me a strength check to get him out of the, the floor. Okay. That's a four, because I can't roll anything higher. All right, so you go like, hey, but his, you know, even though he's an, he's an old man, uh, he's still a little too heavy, just kind of like, and the way he's, like, planted in there, he's like, you can't quite pull him out. You're just kind of like, going, eh, just kind of like lifting him up, maybe a couple inches, and then having to set him back down. Okay, I guess uh, I try to wake him up then. Okay, go ahead. How? What was that? Medicine? Yeah, go ahead. Oop, did not go. Oh, there it is. Ten. Ten. Uh, so you're like, okay, okay, and you go and like grab like your like medicinal water and stuff like that, and you're like, okay, but your hands are shaking because you know you're still like in the adrenaline of the whole like situation not to mention you you it has not been your best performance and you are kind of like, like a good day yeah and you're like oh, oh god uh, uh, and so you fumble with the water a little bit and you just kind of go and he and you you're stirring him like the, the rustling stuff kind of stirs him and he just kind of goes he goes Kiaru dear and you go ah boom and you hit him with an ice you you, you Freeze the, you freeze the uh, the the water and it knocks him back out. What? No, a ten Damn. medicine check. Yes, a ten medicine check. Oh come on! There you go. Uh, like you're you're uh, you're under a lot of stress. It's that's what happened. You did. No, I'm afraid to roll. Yeah, no kidding. I kidding. Yeah. I get. So so you 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 managed to to knock him to knock him back out. Hmm. Great. There we go. Uh, granted, granted, uh, he's not fainted anymore. There we go. So there's that. That's, but he's knocked out. He's knocked out. He's still unconscious. Uh, all right. Okay. Usan, you're up. Where does Hyde... Where do Vibe in here? <laughs> you're, just, you're hiding there. Okay. So um, as, you, as you continue to hide, you uh, again have melted into the shadow and you feel... Like you've become completely one with it, and you're slowly starting to physically slip away from where you were. Mm. You feel like you're you're holding, and as your as the sleeve on your arm, you fe- you don't see it, but you feel it again, like soothe, like almost like aloe vera on a burn. 
And uh, so as uh, as Usan wakes up, two other people uh, come running down. Your friend uh, Leah is uh, comes like snow sprinting down the street and like kicks skids to a stop, kicking up a little bit of a berm in front of her, and is uh, looking at you, Asuna, and she goes, "Yosuna, did you see? Did you see a gangly man run by here?" Oh, I saw him. He was getting funny with our polar drafts. Oh my god! <laughs> what? He's around here somewhere. I can't find him though. Well, Dad's in a Dad's in a mighty anger. I don't know if he's gonna. He, he, we we better find him quick. And uh, so then she goes and she kind of like starts skating. She's like, "I'm gonna go warn the village." <laughs> and she again starts skating away. Down. Uh, then a couple minutes later. Uh, walks uh, this same, you know, large, gro- you know, gorilla man. Probably about average size for what you guys have seen. Yeah, just a stout built, uh, stout built man. Looks very much like, uh, like Leah. He steps, uh, he steps up and he goes, Oh, good morning, good morning, Asuna. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Well, there was, I gotta tell you, there was somebody that was in our, that was in our, our polar giraffe barn. And we saw him sprinting off this way. I'm sure Leah found you. Yeah, I he ran this way, but I can't seem to find him. Hey, and my sister keeps hitting me in the face. <laughs> like, oh well, you tell you tell her not to you tell her to, to not do that. Hey, what happened to Mr. Karamatsu's shop? I I think he went in there. I don't know. I can't find him. And he goes, okay, child, you stay back. And he like rolls up his uh, his parka and goes, all right, come out, you. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so you're not gonna come out. I'm gonna come in after you, then, boy. And he uh, comes thundering in. He kind of has like a bit of a blizzard kind of conjured around him. Kind of hears some movement behind the counter. Steps in and with a wait, 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 with wait. a fist coated in ice, reaches over to the thing and goes ah, and he goes Kyoru, boom, and punches the wall and shatters. Uh, <laughs> It was probably a very expensive arctic wood dresser and it just, just splinters the thing does this go through the wall that i'm by no but it vibrates the wall next to you <clears throat> <laughs> you're like uh-oh but you, i understand they're executing the man inside i don't know what for <laughs> you've uh you have uh but you you feel the vibrations but they feel very far away you've actually feel like you've you're not bothered by the physical responses right mm, okay you've become so otherworldly at this point uh and so he goes oh my goodness the snow spirit ran in here and pushed mr korematsu into the floor and then he fainted and then i accidentally knocked him out again and i'm trying to wake him up and he goes and he goes oh oh honey honey <laughs> and and he hop he like hops it's over the thing. It's been a bad day. <laughs> he hops he hops over the thing, and with a surprisingly with a strong but surprisingly gentle touch, he like picks you up, and like puts you on your feet, and then grabs Mister Koromatsu and just whoop, just lifts him up with no trouble whatsoever. Sits him down in the chair. All right, Kyaru. Um, why don't you run and go get your grandmother? I think Mr. Koromatsu is going to need uh, some stiff tea, and it looks like he may have hurt his legs. Okay. Um, now that 
he's kind of okay. Can I take a peek around real quick? Yeah, sure. Like just to see what happened. Yeah, go ahead. Just a perception. Yes. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, the shop is pretty destroyed right now in the back <laughs> area. You do notice that the counter, the stuff on the countertop, there's like snow and um, uh, usually like a thin layer of like diamond dust, like snow. Usually mm-hmm. covers pretty much everything. Kind of like that's what you have for dust. It's not really dust. It's snow, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a portion that is like spun in a circle, like a strong force of wind was centered on this area. You can't tell uh, anything else other. There's no other real clues you can see at this point. You don't see. You don't really take into a, into account the window because you think that just happened when when Leah's father, you know, smashed did an ice fist into the wall. Okay, well, I better go get my grandma. Okay. So, uh, you leave, and I'm assuming you're going to take Asuna with you. Yeah, yeah we're, I'll, we're going. I'll let her know what, what happened and see if she wants to tag along. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come with you. I don't know what else I can do. Apparently, I can't find this man. <laughs> well, apparently, I can't hit anything except for you. Bring so. <laughs> your water. <laughs> Alrighty. And so, uh, with that... You guys, uh, you head off, and, uh, you know, we're gonna go ahead and say Usan goes ahead and melts away. Gets away scot-free, no issues whatsoever. Easy. Well, I'll, I'll try to make my way over to, uh, the boats, if I can. Okay. Now, on the other side of the island, or just quite, just a little bit further downtown, Lim is awoken to a... Of a loud steam horn. Well, guess I'm here, wherever this is. So you are in the bow. You are in the bowels of this large ship that you hitched a ride back on in in the kingdom, and uh, you don't know how long you've been down here. You are very heavily bandaged. The the fight that you had took every okay, ounce. So this isn't long after. So uh, it, it is a, a little while after, but you the wounds weren't treated properly, right? You had you had little to no treatment of the wounds. Like you bandaged yourself up and like what you really what you knew, but that wasn't a whole lot. So wait, so while I was in prison I was essentially just laying there just festering injuries. Oh. Yeah, so so you've been out of prison for uh, a couple years now. Gotcha. Yeah, and and that's and that's when you took when you took Lynn to the to the tram and everything, right, and um, the stuff with Grant and everything like that, right. So you have been doing your other work for about a year and a half. Yeah, um, so I'm guessing I fell asleep in the ship after a fight didn't go so well. Yeah, you, you yeah you you passed down the ship. So what happened was. You finally tracked down your uh, enemy, and they uh, sprung a trap on you, nearly killed you. You managed to escape and uh, stowed away on this vessel. Gotcha. You hear uh, a bunch of people, like some workmen and some other you know, sailors, um, making noises and just trying to get um, moving stuff around. You are in the very bowels of the ship. So what are you? Am I behind? Am I behind some cargo, or am I just? Um... Yes, you are behind some cargo for sure. 
you're you're I'm actually just gonna sit there and listen and see if I can hear and see if I can hear where I am. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll perception with disadvantage for me. Gotcha. So you hear um, very unfamiliar seabirds. You, they, it sounds, it's they're they're normal sounds that you you would consider you would you know consider with the ocean, but they are not familiar ones. To you. Okay, well, I'm guessing there's still people down there moving stuff around in the bowels of the ship. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do you do hear uh, some people uh, moving some things uh, here and there. Um, Let's see if I can listen to see what they're talking about. Okay. Um, so listening to them, you, unlike everybody else, have a pretty good knowledge of common, actually, as well as your own language. And uh, that reason is because you grew up on the streets. Yeah. And so you've been in constant contact with people from all over the place. Also, Gran made sure that she gave you proper teaching and made sure that, you know, as well educated as a street boy could be and all of that it stuff, right? Good since my intelligence is still six. <laughs> she she did the best with what she could. Like she she understood you weren't gonna be like a brain surgeon or anything like that, but you know, she she knew you'd do all that. So uh, you hear the you hear them saying um, their accents, their common accents are weird. Um, go ahead and give me a go ahead and give me a perception check on that too. Just see if you can kind of figure Good. that out. Perception on. Probably not going to go as lucky as I was with that first one. <laughs> oh, look at that. You got an 18. That's that's just Yay. as good. All right. Yeah, so you can tell that they're speaking common to each other, uh, but their accents are, are, are different. You can tell uh, from like, the people you've interacted with in the streets and the people you've pickpocketed and things like that, uh, that uh, one of them is, is Earthkin speaking common. The other is a fire folk uh, speaking common. There's uh, just some accent things that are kind of different. And then the third person comes walking in who is speaking water uh, water clan dialect, basically. Gotcha. You can understand all of them, but it's just you have to listen a little bit harder. And uh, they're basically they're, they're complaining about the long trip. They feel like they made it there in record time. This is a lot of their first times to this island. One of the the water the water clan person is saying he's going to try to make it up to, you know, they have shore leave for a while, so he's going to try to make it up to the actual clan homelands. And the uh, the fire folk guy says he's got a, a grandfather and grandmother here. Uh, the earthkin guy is like, I've never been out of the kingdom, so this is all new to me. But they drop the name of the island with your perception you are able to catch that here i have it uh kariku kariku that's right you so you're on kariku island you were one for geography so you know it's cold so you're probably either north of where you were or very 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 far far south well the journey home begins all right after after a little while they kind of make their way out, and uh, some boom rats uh, that have kind of made their nests around you. Um, Wait, did you say boom rats? Boom, B-O-O-M. Boom, oh, yeah, so like some like mini like baboon rodents. I was about to lose my mind. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. They're 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 not like that. Um, Please. Okay. I've, I, okay. You know what? Yeah. Okay. They have. They have. They have. Uh, That's gross. That's awkward. This doesn't even exist. It has the face. So it has the face of a bonobo on it, and so I guess a so basically a pygmy chimp, and uh, they basically they have, they have like the face of a bonobo of a bonobo. And like the hooked kind of like ringtail of them, but they're the body of the but, rat. But like the bodies, <laughs> bodies and stuff, kind of like of the rat. Like they're bigger, obviously, because like they're like proportional. But they're more rat sized <laughs> than they are, you know, chimp sized. Imagine getting bitten by one of those. Oh god! god. <laughs> and they have like they have like chimp teeth, but they have like really like buck tooth like fronts, like you know, for their incisor stuff for like the rats. Honestly, this time I'd rather you be bit by a rat than by whatever this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck this. <laughs> so, anyways, bono rats are uh, kind of scurrying about. They're huddling up, you know, closer in their colonies to kind of keep warm. But they're they are screeching as like birds are flying around. They're trying to keep away from the birds, uh, but yeah. they're also trying to make their way down down like the gang wire stuff down to the shore. And after that, I. Uh, after uh, you see the people leave or you hear the people leave, you don't hear any noise uh, in your area besides the scurrying of, you know, the animals and some other rustling cargo. I'm going to poke my head out just to, just to check to see if the coast is clear because I'm not trying to get jumped. All right. So you step out and uh, you look around and there's just a big hallway running down the entire keel of the boat with freight and stuff stacked on either side, uh, just other bits of cargo. Um, and you see a ladder in the back and a staircase that leads up to the deck above. You're about three decks below. You're on the third deck. Okay, I'm gonna start making my. I'm gonna start making my way up. Okay, are you gonna go through the through the uh, staircase or on the ladder? I'm gonna go on the ladder. Okay, so uh, you make your way back to the ladder. Climbing up, uh, climbing up the ladder is a little bit difficult for you uh, because of you know. Your, your arm feel your shoulder still feels like it's dislocated a little bit or it's just not quite in the right you know right place in the socket you've popped your finger you've put your fingers back into place but like you're just you're just aching all over the place and bruised and yeah so so you're climbing up the ladder and uh, you get to the top and you manage to uh, go go ahead and give me a strength check I just want to see how easily you do this 21 okay yeah, great. You, uh, with one hand, you manage to go like, and uh, tie the whole thing up. You push it open. You are greeted with like, like bitter cold but salty air. And as you raise yourself up, you're kind of blinded by the light, to be absolutely honest. Your eyes take quite a while to focus in, seeing as you've been in the bowels of the ship for however long you've been in here. And you make your way, uh, kind of pull yourself up off it and roll out and lay on the deck. Now, normally the cold would be bitter and it would be uncomfortable and you wouldn't like it too much, but it feels rather soothing on your wounds as you sit on, as you lay on the, like, wooden deck of this boat. So you're there at the very stern of the boat. I'm going to start just trying to make my way off the boat and just start exploring around. Okay. Go ahead and give me... Give me a stealth check real quick. Oh, we already know I'm going to fail this one. Oh, maybe not. 
Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with a, a wonderful stealth check of three, you're laying on the boat, you're laying on the deck, and you sit up, and you didn't realize the issue just crawled up into the middle of a group of the sailors that are all just standing around there, uh, kind of moving stuff around the boat, but they're all getting ready to leave down the gangplank. They all just stop and look at you and go, Hey, what are you doing here? They go to grab you and kind of like hoist you up. Go ahead and give me an opposed athletics check here. I'm going to try not to do this, but uh, here uh, you go. Athletics not, not him, too. <laughs> no! You can't keep so, so, they, so they, so they try to grab you as a stowaway. They, go, ah, they grab you, and uh, your like your training kicks in real quick, and you just slap the arm back, give him a, a shot to the gut, and uh, another quick punch, just like just quick, just like quick jabs, and hop up to your feet. So they are now hostile for, at you. I was trying not to do this, but uh, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, are you going to stand and fight him? Or are you gonna I'm going to try to at least attempt to talk my way out of this first. Okay, alright. Talk fast. Well, to be first of all, to be fair, before you start throwing punches, y'all tried to grab me first. I was attacked, and then I kind of just fell down here, so to speak. So, yeah, but you're a stowaway. We have it's like we got to detain all stowaways. Do you understand that like we could get in a lot of trouble? There's a lot of like international uh, things in place here. Like we all have passports. Do you have a passport? Or or you could hypothetically pretend you never saw me and we both can be about our business. And they all kind of look at each other and they're like, we don't really care about the passport thing. Okay, how much gold you got? You know, that's a good question. I've been asleep for uh, however long this boat's been on the, on the ocean, so let me check my pockets. Okay. Uh, so check your pockets. What do you got? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think I was broke from the last time when I got out. Let's see. Let's see. You have... Uh, again, it's been, again, it's been a year since I left prison, so I don't know how much gold I would have accrued during that time of uh, gallivanting across the Earth Kingdom. Well, you actually got quite a bit of stuff from Granny. Oh, but you did put a lot of it back into... And, okay, yeah, so... And to, to build all of the stuff that you needed to build for your uh, you know, your gallivanting? Yeah, let's say you got like 10 gold to your name. We'll just... Let's, we'll, I, have we'll 10, just I have 10 gold in my pocket right now. And they're like, 10 gold? Well, I guess you would have bought a ticket if you had more than that. They're like, okay. You, uh, you give us that 10 gold and... We'll uh we'll we'll get you we'll get you out of here. Works for me. I'm not trying to trust you. I'm not trying to fight anyone here. I just need to get off so I can get back home. And like okay okay no problem. So you take out the the coins and hand them to him. And the the one guy who's been talking to you kind of goes. The a crane arm comes down and picks you up by like the scruff of your clothes, and they uh, they tie like a belt around you and like ho- hoist you up, and uh, you are now hoisted up over the side, and they and he just goes, "I said we'd get you off the boat. I didn't say how." And I can't. You know what? To be fair, I can't be too mad. So uh, I'll get you back for this one, but thank you anyway. Yeah, and so they carry you off the side and splash, drop you into the water. And they just and they just kind of start like laughing at you and like high fiving and like, you know, 
comedic cartoonish cartoonish bullies and then walk away basically you are now in the arctic ocean Uh, like the arctic ocean yes the arctic ocean <laughs> like okay. the the by injuries or drowned in the first episode. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So go ahead and give me go ahead and give me athletics then. Oh man, big biceps don't fail me now. Oh, here we go. All right, All right. let's go. So it's twenty. All right. So um, so you you get over the, like the initial shock of you know just that, but you know there's the shock of your wounds already anyway. So. It just all kind of just fades into the background as your adrenaline pumps, and your very your very strong arms and legs begin to kick off and swim towards the shore. Uh, after some labor, you manage to pull yourself ashore, and uh, you are now off near some of like these smaller docks. There are like a bunch of like canoes and some a little bit larger boats that are usually for like fishing and some pleasure boats, but mostly just you know work boats over there you pull yourself out of the harbor and are now on a frozen snowbank uh, on the shores of this island how far away am i from the dock you are about 40 feet from this one right here okay not terribly far but you know you're not on it i'm gonna see if i can find a captain or someone that looks official that is working at the dock uh, go ahead and roll perception for me. Wait a minute. Are you going to tattle on these sailors? <laughs> it's like, sure as shit. <laughs> okay, here we go. No spite at the slightest. <laughs> no spite at the slightest. Yeah, so, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Okay, go, go ahead. See, see, see if you can find oh, a guy. You know what? I'm going to humor you. I'm going to say you found a guy. That that has a cl- so he's got a clipboard and he's going over some manifests. He's wearing a parka and he has a hat on and it says you know, PA for like Port Authority. And so he's there looking at and so you stumble up to this man. Okay, what do you say? Well, actually, before I stumble up to him, I just want to see if I could find him. Yeah, he's uh, there. what do, what clothes what do my clothes look like at the moment? Very wet. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that's very true. Very wet and very bloody. Alrighty. Uh, okay, so. Doesn't wash off. Or? No, well, I mean, it's. <laughs> it, blood stained, like blood's gonna. Oh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's stained in there. Um, you're 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 not as dirty as you were, but you're wet, and there are some blood stains on your uh, on your shirt. They are starting to kind of dissipate, but they're more just kind of spreading than anything else, really, right now, because like All it's right. just kind of like you know. So anyway. it's like a red shirt. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Right, and then so I'm um, going gonna, gonna to limp I'm going to limp up to this up to this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. So you limp up to this guy and he goes, "Oh my god, by the spirits. Are you okay?" No. <laughs> I saw the, I saw some people on that boat over there um take some gold from a weird stranger and then they let him then they let him off. I thought they beat me up as soon as I saw them. I'm what? guessing it was a, I'm guessing they're letting stowaways on the ship. Okay. okay, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to roll a massive uh, deception check here for me. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see what he what he rolls here. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so let me get it straight. So the stowaway, whom he probably saw, dropped off the boat by the crane <laughs> and oh, swim. Oh, he was watching. Okay. 
Yeah, was totally watching. <laughs> you swim across. You managed to gaslight this guy so effing hard. <laughs> like that wasn't me. I this I go on a normal. This is my normal, you know, leisure swim through the harbor. I do this every day. Who the hell are you? Uh, anyway, so he looks at. He goes. He goes. Oh, yep. That's the iris. Yep. They uh they take on some, well, less than reputable crew members. You know. Firefolk and Earthkin, you know. Terrible evil Firefolk. But he just let you know, just to make sure that and no uh, cargo might have been stolen or anything like that. And he goes, or anything well, uh, illegal. He goes, oh, well, thank, thank you for letting me know. We'll, we'll work to lock down that ship right now. And he goes, yeah. He blows a whistle. A bunch of people, except me, he goes, lock her down. And he points to the, to the very large ship there. The ship is just encased now, dock and all. With uh, an ice giant ice wall all around it. <laughs> so In this, I make my leave. All right. So you limp off. Go ahead and give me a Constitution save to see if you pass out, because you are now very cold, very wet. You pass out. You take mm-hmm. fi- you take five steps away from the guy and collapse. He turns around and looks at you again, like kind of whistles around. And now we're going to move along here. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Blows the mind. Alrighty, everybody, we're going to end this episode right here. Our recording session went a little bit long, so please look forward to episode two The Boy with the White Hair, part two, coming up after our first episode of The Curse of Strahd. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please remember to follow, like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever it is, wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be greatly appreciated, super helpful. And follow us on Instagram at Dice and Podcast or email us at diceandconsequences at gmail.com. Attribution for all the sound effects are in the episode descriptions. The theme song and outro is called Firestone by Seth Baldwin. Join us next time on Dice and Consequences. Uh, my, my, my speed, I think, is oh, these are forty-five. So this map is not big enough. It's not big enough. <laughs> Nope, nope. That is uh, that is not big enough. I'm gonna need to fix. Th- I am gonna need to fix this. Uh, I mean, Did unless it would go differently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless unless you know they live in a four square foot house. So you know, there's that. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll f- yeah. Real quick. Pause. I'm gonna fix this real quick. We'll edit this out. It needs to be organic. Exactly. Oh, Just geez. keep it all. Keep it all. Keep the struggle. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. it's content. It's good content. It's good. Yeah, it's, yes, indeed, it's good content. Oh crap! I got to figure out what the what the grid distance is here. Uh, sell with. Is this going to take a sec? Yes, this might take a second. Austin, okay, real quick. I have to me. pee so badly. I'll be right back. <laughs> all right. How do I? Okay, so I, I've got the the grid set. Oh jeez. Okay, I figured oh. it out. So if I do, t- how did you want to make these bigger? Did you just want to make the grid smaller? Yeah. So like I, I, I just went and said, okay. So now one square is one square is ten feet now.
Well, now you just made everything. I guess that that's kind of okay. I mm, yeah, no, that's not that's not quite what I want to do. That's I mean, it would work though. I mean, it would it would work, but it would throw it would throw all the measurements off for everything else. You just have to make the entire map bigger. I think that's usually what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's see. So do I do cell width or do I do height and width? Okay, I'm gonna do height and width. Yeah, do both. Okay. So. Well, it depends on how far you want to expand it east or west or north or south. Let's go. Let's see what this does. Okay, I just made it 50 by 50. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so you can, yeah, you, you can make it now. Now, now we can, uh, I think we can do this now. Uh, oh, wait. Double checking, double checking. So we're getting back. Let's go to two. Let's see what that does. No. Nope. This is why you don't drink a whole glass of water before you record. There we go. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is as good as it's gonna get. Okay, so all right, uh, all right. and back in, and back in. Okay, all right. Do 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 do. Tactical difficulties over. All right. So Usa, we fixed the map. All right. So how far are you right. now? 